Hello and welcome to Unfuck Your Shopping Cart, a guide for the conscious consumer. I'm your host, Liana. Each week, I will talk to Australian-owned and operated companies who are making it their mission to create sustainable products that won't cost the earth. You will learn about some amazing initiatives and community-driven businesses with tips on how your home or workplace can make simple changes to live a more eco-friendly life. Let's get started. Last year, Australia Post delivered over 2.8 billion items, many of which would be parcels secured in plastic mailer bags. On today's episode, I have Sadie, the founder of Rethink Packaging, who make compostable shipping bags. Good morning, Sadie. Good morning. How are you going? I'm well, I'm well. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. I'm excited about doing this little podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on. I've been following your Instagram for a little while, actually. I actually love one. Your as soon as I saw the name of your Instagram handle, I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I thought I'd go for the sort of slightly cheeky vibe. That's ours as well. So we're on the same page. We love a bit of cheekiness. I love it. So what got you started on your journey? You, it's you and a friend. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's me and Danny. Um, we have been friends for such a long time. Um, and it's funny, we actually started, we we met each other through work. So she hired me as a direct report 10 years ago. And we just had such an amazing working relationship that when we left in our down our own paths, we kind of remained really good friends. And we always joke about working together. I never thought it would be like a real thing. It would happen again, but we were like, oh, we should work together. We need to figure out a way. And it's kind of funny how 10 years down the line, it's kind of worked out. So yeah, it's a really cute story. So I guess the way I started, so, you know, I, I think for me, it was um, a result of a gradual personal evolution. So I had this underlying desire my whole career, um, on my whole life to just do something with meaning and with purpose. So just as a caveat, I'm an accountant by trade and so is Danny. So we kind of lacked that whole that whole thing of, you know, what are we doing? Are we doing anything with purpose and with a bigger, you know, meaning? I guess, yeah, we've always had that in the back of our minds. So I would say in my mid to late 20s, I started becoming a bit more aware of the concept of minimalism. So I went overseas to London and I lived across different um, countries and it was just, I always packed very lightly. I learned to be a minimalist and that then spawned this idea of being mindful and appreciated, uh, appreciative of what I have and not being wasteful. And then that then spawned like an even deeper hole of like watching shows on how food is produced, the manufacturing of fast fashion, and then the pollution that this was causing and then the destruction that all of that was subconscious, that we were subconsciously supporting. And that was just a big wake up call for me. I think um, I started, I actually became a vegetarian for a while after watching a few shows on food processing. I started buying less clothes. I became more mindful of food wastage. And then I just started making better decisions overall. I just think in my own personal life, I started reflecting those values um, and then by the time I turned 30, I was well into like this holistic lifestyle, the eco-warrior lifestyle. I was, work- I was living near Bondi in Sydney and, you know, everything was about like the environment and being super conscious of your contribution to the world. And at that time, I had an opportunity to go to the US for work and I could pick any city. So I picked San Francisco. And the reason why I picked that was because it was one of the greenest cities in America. I remember thinking it was really cool that it had just banned plastic 
um, the Just Banned Plastic Bags. So it was around like six years ago, so 2015. And then as I was going, like around the time I started, I got on my flight to go to America, they had just within a week of that had banned plastic bottles at the airport. And I remember learning that they had a yoga room in the airport. And I was like, this city is for me. What? Yeah, it's super cool. So I was like, I'm going to a progressive city. This is amazing. I'm going to learn lots of things. When I got there, it was interesting. There was It was all that and more. People were super progressive. It was, reminded me very much of like Australia. But I was shocked at how much people were buying online. So I remember seeing so many Amazon parcels everywhere. And they came like people because you could order and get delivered on the same day. People would just mm. ridiculous amounts of things daily or like weekly and they would come in packages, within packages, with like plastic. And I just thought, such a progressive city. These people are like, this is crazy. And it just stuck in my mind. I didn't really do anything about it, but it was just like an observation I made. And so when I, I remember coming back to Sydney and then realizing that Amazon was launching here in Australia and I had this like internal panic where I was like, oh my God. If we get anywhere near the stage of America and like online ordering where we're in for some trouble because this is terrible. And then I remember bringing this up and just talking to Danny about it um, one day over wine and she had just had a baby. So she was telling me about all the realizations that she was having about how wasteful her and her family were like not, you know, overly wasteful, but just in general, just started becoming more aware of like how we are so mindless with stuff and she started looking at like low tox products for her baby and she started ordering more things online. She was like, you know what? Everything that I order comes in plastic. So I think mm. the the seed was planted there and we were like, you know what? They're predicting online sales to grow at like an exponential amount in the next few years. Amazon is launching. All these things are coming. We can choose to do something about it and try and see if there's an opportunity here. And we kind of just did some research. We started looking into different packaging options. It was kind of, it was, it was super organic. Like it was just, we just started doing some research and then the idea just kind of spawned and gained some legs. And then we went from there. Um, the one thing that we kind of said to ourselves with the whole business was we don't want to create something that creates more problems for the world. So I think the idea of, making packaging that switched over that was like eco-friendly packaging because either way we're going to have to use packaging if we can switch it yeah eco-friendly way we would be we would go to sleep happy knowing that we're not contributing to any awful things for the world so that's where it started and then you know we launched seven months ago it took about a year and a half from the inception to launch and it's been our journey. I mean, we're still learning. We've made so many mistakes, but they're all, <laughs> and, you know, the future is super exciting for us. Yeah, well, I think that's the most important thing is just to start. It's funny. I, you have a very sort of similar journey to I do. I was also living in the UK for a while. And when you're living out of a suitcase, you really start to realize how much crap you don't need. Mm-hmm. Amen. When you're traveling around and you have to carry everything with you, you're just like, oh, turns out that I don't need all of this extra stuff. Uh, and I just had a quick Google search as well. Mm-hmm. Amazon in the last year, in 2020, produced 
465 million pounds of plastic. Yeah, it's gross. It's so gross. You know, plastic has only been, I think, something ridiculous where in the 1950s, that's when we started creating single-use plastic. In 70 years, we've polluted our planet so much just from those 70 years alone with single-use plastic. So it's, it's incredible. And we're so incredibly lucky to have people such as yourselves who are doing something a little bit different and thinking outside of the box and wanting to make something different and seeing a way forward and seeing a solution without just saying we need to 100% stop this, but what way can we move forward and do it better? Yeah, absolutely. And by no means, I mean, I think there are definitely potentially better solutions, but they're just the infrastructure for such things as like, I've seen companies in the in Europe where they are trying to have packaging that's reusable. So it's an actual package that you then return to a company and then they will reuse it. But the I think the logistics and the infrastructure at the moment is not, it's not there yet. So we just have to, you know, Compostable packaging is a solution, but it by no means is the most perfect solution. Ideally, we would just reuse everything and not, you know, have to create more things. But, yeah, I think it's a step. Yeah. I think the reusable things is a really, really wonderful idea, and it can definitely be done. It's 100% changing people's attitudes about things. So, for example, the keep cups, Mm. 10, 15 Mm. years ago, they weren't, really the norm and now it's I would like to see a lot more of them what I do than what I do but it is such a common thing for people to have a keep cup and it's almost especially within the people that I hang around with shameful if you haven't brought your keep cup along and it's it's one of those things where you know obviously sometimes you forget it or you just don't have a situation where you have one and that's okay but nine times out of ten people will have a keep cup on them, just somewhere stashed in their bag or at work or wherever it may be. So I think things with reusable packaging, it's just getting the habit of doing things like that. And once everyone around you is doing it, everyone else will be much more likely to pick up on that habit. 100%. I agree. It's it's really up to the end user and changing our behaviours and habits and you can't do that overnight, but I think as a collective community, I feel like we are heading that way, and I think it's about supporting businesses that are that have those values. And as we gain momentum and people become more aware, then the movement will gain weight, and we will make change and see change happen. Like even now, like like you said, the keep caps. I remember when they first came out, and everyone was like, "This is like oh, but it's just so annoying to carry it." And it's shameful. Like, no, just carry it. In my company, we'll have, um, if you don't have your keep cup, you can just take your mug from the office to the cafe. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> I just wandered out if I'm like, oh, I've forgotten my keep cup today. I'll just take take a mug from the office yeah. and walk down to the yeah. local coffee shop. No one's said anything to me yet about it. No one's gave me any weird looks. So I think everyone in the office knows that I'm the a uh, little eco girl. So I also use pencils in the office. I'm the only person who uses the pencil. Everyone else uses pens. Oh, like, no, well. <laughs> I love that. Actually, that's a great. I also go around and collect everyone's pens when they're done with them out of their bins as well because I send them all through to uh, the risk, proper recycling pace. 
place. So I think everyone's just used to like kooky no, ways. No, I think that's great. And the people that think that it's kooky in about 10 years, they're going to be doing it. They're not going to think it's kooky. So you're a little warrior. That's great. Thank you. So what exactly are your bags made out of? Yeah, so they are 100%, um, they're made from 100% renewable plant-based materials. So specifically cornstarch and a type of plant resin. So I don't know if you've gone to, I don't know, like if you've seen gum trees and they have that tree sap that comes off them. So that's plant resin that gets combined with the cornstarch to make this polymer that's very similar to plastic. So it looks and feels like plastic. Not 100%, but you, it, it has the same features. It's quite cool. So it's an organic, 100% plant-based bag. Wow. And you are mentioning before about some of the bags being reused, or reusable, I yeah. should say. Can your ones be reused? Yeah. They are can be as long as you so as long as people rather than tearing them open when you get them if you cut them up uh, if you open them carefully you can reuse them we're working so we made so one of the mistakes that we did was not getting a double seal bag so that was a learn for us we're like oh my god you know we've got the little thing that says cut open here to reuse but we didn't have a, a reusable like the second seal so we're getting that for our next batch. But you can still reuse them using sticky tape, which I know is not great, but, you know, you can still reuse them. Or another way, once you've once they've been used as mailers and their lifespan in that world has ended, you can actually use them as bin liners, for compost and food scraps, and then take your food scraps in that bag to your compost bin or to your nearest, um, wherever you dispose of them. Oh, what a wonderful idea. So they can't be recycled? No, they can't. Um, so if you, so because they are plant-based, they're basically organic material. And if you in a recycling bin and they go to a recycling facility, they will actually pollute the whole recycling, um, process. And then they'll end up being discarded and probably sent with all the plastic to landfill. So definitely do not recycle them. So compostable. They are compostable. But don't just bury them in the backyard. Do they need to go, do they need light and oxygen to break down? Or if you just dug it into your backyard would that then break down as well yeah so they are compostable meaning that and they're aerobic compostable so they need air and oxygen to decompose so you can bury them in your backyard it'll just take longer for them to decompose um just because you need the right so for composting you need the right environment where it's warm moist and bacteria can grow and eat at the at the um, materials so ideally, you put them in your compost bin. They'll take about 180 days max to decompose. In summer, in Danny's compost, they took about two months to completely decompose. It's really cool. But yeah, so it takes about 180 days. You need to put them in the right conditions. But like I said, you can you can bury them in dirt. It'll take a bit longer, but because it's, there's air and worms and all of those like bacterial things that live in the dirt, they will definitely decompose. And what sizes do you have? You have a number of different sizes in your range, don't you? Yes. So we currently have two sizes. We have the equivalent of an A4 sheet, so like an A4 piece of paper, and then the equivalent of an A3 sheet of paper. So it's not exactly A3, but it's it's if you have if you've been to Australia Post, it's kind of the equivalent five kilo satchel. Mm-hmm. We are currently working on getting a shipment of a smaller size, like closer to an A5 size, so 
So that'll be coming in the next few months. So we can cater to people that sell jewellery and little knickknacks. Oh, that's really wonderful. And is there any plans to move into any other products? Obviously, you've got the smaller satchels coming out. Uh, Yes. So we are definitely cooking up some plans. So at the moment, we're testing out some new colours as well, apart from the new sizes. Um, So that's in the next three to six months, we'll have um, a launch of a new range of colours. But going forward, we definitely do want to expand our range to more useful packaging things. Um, We have a few things in the pipeline, but not we haven't fully researched everything yet, but we definitely want to expand our range. We also kind of want to use Rethink Packaging as a base to build a community. So it's not just a packaging company, but more like a small community where we cater to people who, who are like-minded, have a real passion for environmental change and We don't know exactly what it's going to turn into, but we definitely love the whole community aspect and finding businesses that are like-minded and kind of highlighting these companies and these people behind the companies. So watch this space. I think it'll be really, really fun and really want to make a little bit different than just packaging business. Yeah, it sounds amazing. And where is the best place for people to find you? I know that you have an Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Are you on Facebook, TikTok, website, all of that kind of thing? Yeah, so we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on, we have a website. So our Instagram handle is Rethink Packaging. Our website is rethinkpackaging.com.au. Facebook is Rethink Packaging as well. It's um, We're probably not as active on Facebook. We're trying to master it, but Instagram, we're always on there. So people can reach us through DMs, comments. We're, uh, we're always on there. Um, on our website, we've also you can contact us through our email. That's all on our website. Um, we're always monitoring that. So we love communicating with our customers. TikTok, um, we have a TikTok account. We do a lot of reels and TikToks. Um, but I wouldn't say that we're super active on TikTok. That's something that we want to be a bit more, have a bit more fun with it. So, so the best way is to just slide on onto uh, Sadie's DMs on Instagram. I'll be there. And if so, if someone was wanting to start a little bit of an eco-friendly lifestyle in their workplace, apart from the mailer bags, what would be your other hot tips? Yeah, so we have a few things that we have implemented in our business. So we are mostly paperless. So I definitely recommend these days you don't really have an excuse because everything available to us is online. Um, You have Google Share Drive so you can actively work on things. Different people can work on the same file at the same time. You don't need to print anything. So apart from our packing slips, we don't use any printing. Um, If we by accident print something incorrectly, we'll use the other side of the paper, we'll make sure that it gets fully used and then we repurpose it or recycle it. Um, As much as we can, and I love this, as much as we can, we use vendors that are eco-friendly and we kind of, and like people that, businesses that uphold the same values as us. So for example, the little thank you cards that we put in our packs, they are 100% compostable um, and they're sourced from a small business in Victoria that's environmentally friendly and they are very much um, on a path to be uh, carbon neutral and they they very much live our values. One of the biggest things for me is using 
vendors that are aligned to our values. So, for example, you can do little swaps like eco-friendly toilet paper, for example. So you could use things like who gives a crap. We love those. Um, You can also Mm -hmm. use uh, the thank you brand for soap and cleaning products and anything that's eco-friendly and conscious. I recently for my house bought, I think it's Zero Co. I bought some cleaning products from them and I love it. Just the concept of just supporting a business that's also doing the same as us is great. And then just things like like we've talked about having a reusable coffee cup, make sure that we have bottle water bottles that are reusable, don't buy any plastic for your company. Um, and then just in general being mindful of not being wasteful of things. You know, like I just think having a mindset of not buying too much, I don't know, if you have a a little gathering, don't buy too much food that then it's going to go to waste. Like just be conscious of just buying what you need essentially. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's such a great tip. And somebody once said to me, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of what is coming in, what are you using it for, where is it going, was essentially the quote. And I just thought that was a really good thing when you actually sit down and think about all of that. Do I actually need this? What am I going to be using it for? And if I do need it, what am I going to do with it afterwards? Yeah, I love that. Just think if you have that sign up in every office and around everyone's houses, yeah, people stop thinking about everything that they consume. It's thought-provoking. I guess one of the things that was a real aha moment for Danny and I was like, you know, you often put things in the bin and you forget about it. You're like, that's it. I've done my bit. I've put it in the bin. But after you've put that thing in the bin, there's a whole process behind that. You know, the pickup truck collects it. Then it goes to a sourcing place where it either goes to be recycled to be shipped off to China to be put to landfill or you know like there's so many processes that happen after that that you actually like it's good to be mindful of those there's one really interesting thing you'd probably love there is so Australia has these there's a packaging covenant where by 2025 we're looking to be 100% compostable recyclable or reusable so I think there's a lot of investment being put into infrastructure they're trying to build an infrastructure to be able to deal with all this trash that is, you know, like that we consume and then, you know, what do we do with it after? But I think that's one piece. And I think the other piece is educating us in our communities about composting. Like that's such a great way to reduce your waste. So when I – so I started using – I started composting last – at the beginning of last year and I remember I reduced my – my bin trips literally I'd go once a week with like a tiny little handful of like actual trash that would go to landfill the rest would be all food scraps and things that could be recyclable and I just thought this is amazing this is you know people should be aware of this and you feel so proud of yourself when you're like ah I'm contributing to not sending things to landfill yes absolutely and for anyone who hasn't listened to my episode about compost revolution The government is actually giving a little bit of subsidy on in certain areas throughout Australia for you to pick up a compost bin. So they can be incredibly cheap. There are so many different options as well. You can get a little one in your apartment. If you've got a bit of a backyard, you can have ones there. Jump onto Compost Revolution and have a look because they've just got a solution for absolutely everything. If you live in an apartment also, the Bukashi beans, I think they're part of that compost revolution. Yeah, they are. Amazing. Amazing work. Yeah, I don't have one. Do you have a Bukashi bin? 
I do. I love it. And then I use, um, I use, I go on sharewaste.com.au and I find people who compost and I'll dump my Bukashi stuff after about two weeks at their, at their compost. Oh, wow. I haven't heard of that one. That's amazing. Oh, it's really cool. And you get to meet, so I go to this lady called Susan. She's so sweet. She lives in an apartment block and she's like, she's always terrified that her, her, um, her neighbours will be like, will hate the smell from the compost bin. She's like, oh, my God, I'm always nervous, but i got to do it. I'm like, yes, girl, do it. Yes, we love you, Susan. Do it. Well, thank you so much for running us through all of that today, Sadie, and thank you so much for uh, let us listening to your story. It's really beautiful. No, that's okay. Thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure, and I love, I've loved this, so thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Unfuck a Shopping Cart. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and are inspired to make a micro change. Do you know someone who would like this week's episode or any other in my series? Please share it with them and like and subscribe. And together we can make this planet a little bit greener. Until next time.